I'm Kerry Rowett, and this is the Align and Attract podcast, helping you to create your version of an aligned business. Let's dive into today's episode. Alignment and the power of deciding. This is a theme that has come up so many times with clients over the years, and I've really noticed it come through when I'm talking with a client about how it is that they have been able to achieve a big goal, whether that is something that we have worked on together and we're really breaking down what it was that they felt that contributed to that so that of course they can utilize those aspects in the future. Or sometimes we are going back to the past and really calling on a time when they were able to achieve something they really desired and really stepping back into that place of resourcefulness and, you know, optimism and excitement that we can feel when we set a goal and we achieve it. And I think there can be so much power when it comes to a goal and just saying, I'm going to make it happen. This is what I am doing. It changes our attitude. It changes our approach. It changes the thoughts that we are thinking, the feelings that we have, the like energy space that we get into. And of course, it changes the actions that we take. It's really easy when it comes to setting goals to come into a space of doubt or questioning or worry. Sometimes my clients don't really enjoy setting a big goal for themselves because they feel worried that they might then be disappointed if they don't achieve it. And the truth is like sometimes we won't achieve our goals. And I think when we can let go of that fear and realize, yeah, that's totally a possibility. It could totally happen. And I'm going to decide anyway, and I am going to show up anyway, and I'm just going to see what happens, and I'm going to believe that I can make this happen. I think that's when we can create some real magic. So to be clear, this is not about setting a goal and then blindly pushing and striving and you know, really doing absolutely everything that it takes, even though perhaps we've realized this goal isn't what we really want, or it does just feel a bit too hard. Like it doesn't feel like the effort is worthwhile. Like that's really different, of course. So we want to differentiate here and say, we're talking about a goal that you want to pursue and it feels important. And linked to that, One of the things that I have really noticed uh, that can help when we are working towards a big goal is raising necessity. And this is something actually that Brendan Burchard talks about in his book, High Performance Habits. And I read this a few years ago, but it is pretty good. I really liked it. And I found that it really linked in so strongly to 
what I talk about with alignment and the things that I work on with my clients around alignment, even though he wasn't using that term alignment to me, there was a really beautiful um, marrying up of those kind of themes and energies. So the third habit that he talked about was about raising necessity. And I think that's got a really beautiful link to this idea of deciding because raising necessity can be one way that we just decide we're going to make something happen. So let me explain that a little bit further. So raising necessity, that's when we make it either really important or more compelling or indeed essential that we achieve something. So let's start with that the last one, like that creating something that is essential. So think for yourself about a time that you've had to do something, but it was, and it was really hard or it felt really hard or it was really daunting or intimidating, but you had to do it. And so you did. So for example, that could be a finding a rental in a really, really difficult rental market. Or it could be that you had to do a presentation for something, whether it was at work or through study or something else or through your business or speaking on stage, speaking at a conference. And it felt really difficult, but you knew that you had to do it. And so you did, right? (laughs) Can you think of any other examples for yourself when it was like you just kind of had to do it and so you did do it so yeah raising necessity can be a really useful thing so I'm going to go through now some examples of the types of ways I have seen this show up for clients and this is something that you can really use to think about how you can apply this concept of deciding and also raising necessity to achieve things in your life. And it's not just external outcomes based, you know, goals. It can be far more holistic than that as well. But you can, yeah, you can use this to really think about how you're going to apply that to your life and the things that really matter for you and that contribute to your great business and your great life. So first example, this was a client and I have permission to share this. I have shared this on social media and she really wanted to have 500 people in a group for like a free challenge that she was running, which was obviously then going to lead into a program that she was running. So we aligned to this goal. And then right before the session we were having, the week of the challenge, she sent me a screenshot and she had 500 people in the group. So really exciting. And when I asked her, how did you achieve this? This was one of the things she said, I just decided. And what that meant was she then reverse engineered the goal. So if I'm getting 500 people, well, what kind of actions do I need to take? And even if I get to 300 or 350 and I think, gosh, maybe this is kind of it, then she said, I thought, what else could I do? 
what haven't I tried yet? Or how much further could I take this? And how could I get excited about this? And how can I stay focused on those people who are coming in? So it's not really just about the number, is it? It's about the attitude and the approach and the energy that you are bringing to something. So if you have got something coming up, perhaps it's a launch or it's a challenge of some kind, like an online challenge, or you're running a webinar, something else, and it's going to have numbers of people. Perhaps, you know, you could be thinking about that now. What number is it that you're wanting to attract? And then deciding, okay, well, if I was going to do it, like if I have to do it, not, not that I have to, but if I decided it if it did have to happen, or I, you know, I've had, like, I was really committed to this. What are all the actions that I would take and really come at it from that approach rather than an approach of wondering or speculating or thinking what's realistic? Actually, yeah, having that number. And of course, I mean, realism might come into it. It often will come into the goals that you're going to set. If you've got 50 people on your mailing list, you're probably not going to say, I want to have 500 in a group, for example. You know what I mean? So of course there is that aspect of it, but it's like, yeah, what, what number am I working towards with something? And how can I apply this attitude of deciding? Another example would be if you're saving money for something specific. So I've got a few examples here for myself that I thought of. I remember, you know, the year after I had left uni and I maybe two years afterwards, and I was wanting to go to the UK after that. And you had to have a certain amount in your bank account. I think it was around seven or $8,000 Australian. So I needed to save that amount of money in a year, but you know, that raised the necessity and I, I decided that's what's going to happen. It wasn't like a, Oh, I hope, or I wonder, or what's going to happen if I don't do it. I just decided, of course, I just had to break that amount down. And what does that look like across a year? And that money just had to then go from my bank account into the savings account. If that meant I couldn't do certain things, then that's what it, what it was because I decided that that's what I wanted to achieve. And I was a teacher. It wasn't like I was on a huge salary or anything like that. Another example, and this is in the more holistic category, and again, this is something that's come up for actually a number of clients over the years, is deciding that I want to create a balanced lifestyle. Now, the problem I have found that a lot of clients have is that they don't have a really high sense of necessity around that. It feels like it's a nice to have. It's a want to have. It's like, "Mm, it could be good if like I had this more balanced life, but when push comes to shove, if they are in a, a business growth phase or they just maybe like their business and, you know, they're having fun with it or whatever, they will go into 
this real overwork mode. And the problem with that, first of all, it can result in health issues. It can lead to burnout. And often what I've seen for with a lot of my clients is when that is happening and that person is going into that real overwork mode, particularly, you know, in that more addictive overworking way, usually that is masking something else in their life that they don't really want to be looking at. So when we're working towards this kind of goal of creating the more balanced, fulfilling lifestyle, which they say that they want, but their actions are not backing up, we need to really raise the necessity. So sometimes that means really looking at what it is that we're creating if we don't make those changes. So what is that, for example, the overworking lifestyle? What's going to happen if I stay in that? If it's masking certain issues, which we're often able to identify, then what's going to happen if I don't deal with those issues and I'm overworking? You're kind of creating a dual problem here now. And It's not leading to what it is that I say that I really want. So then we want to make the the real goal of creating this more balanced lifestyle or more harmonious or, you know, just more fulfilling lifestyle. We want to make that feel more compelling, more exciting, and indeed more necessary, So more like this is actually what needs to happen because I deserve this. And this is really, truly what is going to make me happier long term is by investing in my relationships, investing in my health, investing in my, you know, like the care for myself, investing in my family or whatever it might be, whatever it is that are your kind of rocks of what's really important to you in your life. And I really deciding to apply discipline to that rather than just using our discipline potentially for getting work done or for being able to push towards a goal in a work context. So you can hear this one's a little bit different, isn't it? But gee, it comes up. And when we can kind of focus on that and rather than it's just like, oh, you should, you know, with that energy of I should or it would be nice to create this, the more we can shift it into I've decided and it's necessary, that's when the real changes happen. And that's when you really do take those steps to create the life that you actually want. And you don't do it in that way. Like this is really tricky energy, which is coming up right now of if I work really, really hard now, then in the future, I'll be able to have that life that I want. And it'd be interesting if you just reflect on that now, like, is that playing out for you in your life at the moment? Or if it's not, then has it ever played out for you before? And I can tell you, it definitely has played out for me. I can very confidently say it does not play out for me in the present and hasn't for a number of years. But for me personally, having my children was what helped me to end up creating that balance and why did I create it because it was necessary so the it's not just oh I've now got kids and therefore I create balance it just was this real sense of necessity because 
I wanted to be there with my kids and I wanted to be able to really give all of this energy to not only them but to my health but to my friends and the different things and then it thing like that really shifted the way I saw the role of work in my life still a priority still love it and absolutely adore my clients but it's just it's not like like my life is my work obviously. (laughs) So another time that you might apply this attitude of deciding and raising necessity is if you do decide to invest in something. And I'll put a little caveat here. I find that this works for some people and it doesn't work for other people. So I've seen it work really well for some clients where if they've decided that they would like to invest in something in their business, for example, and then maybe that feels a little bit of a stretch or it's a bit out of their reach, but they decide it's important. They back themselves on it and then they go ahead and just throw themselves at whatever it is that they have enrolled in or committed to or paid for and they get you know, this great outcome from it, and maybe they're able to make more income and so on. The reason why I said I've got a little bit of a caveat on this one is because for some people, and I put myself in this category, actually, uh, when I have taken those, a stretch to invest in something, sometimes it has just created too much stress for me. And it has not necessarily meant that from that place, I've then be able to get a real return. So I think that can, it can work. So you can feel for yourself, like what's true for you, because you know your own risk profile and you know how you respond to stress, like whether you can find that type of stress really energizing and really motivating or whether for you, that kind of stress, it just doesn't really work. You find it more like a burden. So yeah, some people can really hold that and they will understand maybe I'm not going to get the return straight away, but I'll get it. And they're happy, really, really comfortable with that. But as I say, for some for someone like me, I understand my risk profile and that type of stretch doesn't always sit so comfortably for me. So I've learned uh, to sit that it's okay and it's in alignment for me to sit within that comfort level. But gosh, I have absolutely seen it work so brilliantly. So if you're that type of person who can be really motivated by that, that's when that, if you decide and you like raise the necessity that I'm going to like easily be able to pay that investment back, or I'm really going to get this massive, like a certain level of return on my investment, I'm going to make sure that happens. Like that strategy can just work so brilliantly with that approach to growing your business. And it's not to say, of course, that, yeah, I don't invest in my business. I've definitely done plenty of that over the years. So I wonder what you have been able to take away from this conversation. And are there any goals, like I said at the start, that you're really focused on at the moment where it could really help you to just decide And that can be, I want to attract a certain number of new clients. And rather than feeling that doubt, that hesitation, 
the worry, the how can I? Because I think there's that question mark sometimes comes up of, oh, but I don't know how to. And in fact, I had a conversation about that with a client today, new startup, side company, and need to attract new clients, but substantial new clients, because there's already headcount in this company that have big salaries and so on. And this person said, I'm not quite sure how to do this. And that was the discussion. In the end, she just decided that is what's happening. And when you get into that space of that is what's happening, then you activate a different part of your brain, I think, where or a different part of your thinking where you think we you start to come up with solutions. So that's what we're looking for with this deciding and with this raising necessity in a way that feels really good for you is, okay, I'm going to do this or if I was going to do this or if I was to achieve this, these are the actions I'd take. And this is who I would be because I think that's always critical, isn't it? It's not just about the external goal. It's about who it is that we become in order to achieve that goal. And that is the power of deciding and of raising this necessity. It can give you that motivation and that energy to really step into this next level vision that you have and to really expand your view of what it is that you believe is possible for you. This was episode 46 of the Align and Attract podcast. And that means you can find all of the relevant show notes over at alignandattract.com slash blog slash 46. If you would like to work with me in a private session, well, I would love to work with you. You can find out all of the information over at alignandattract.com slash private dash sessions. Thanks so much for being here. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the episodes, I would love it if you would consider leaving a a review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend or even both. (laughs) Thanks so much. And I will see you next time. Bye.